Hello there, and welcome this week to Talking Flutes Extra, the sometimes rather odd flute podcast sandwiched between the Talking Flute pods presented by Claire Southworth. My name is Jean-Paul Wright. What do we have today? Well, following a popular interview with this young gentleman last year, I've had a few requests, probably all from his family and friends, to have him back on. And so... I do hope I've got my time zones right, because this is London to New York. So, here we go. This is London calling, London calling. Come in, Latin Grammy-nominated, not Grammy-nominated? Latin Grammy-nominated musician and soon-to-be doctor, the thoroughly lovely chap that is Giovanni Perez. Good morning. What a long introduction for me. (laughs) (laughs) I hope I I didn't wake you up, Gia. Oh, I'm still in the bed with a warm blanket. It's <laughs> strange because um, for some reason it hasn't been too cold outside and I live in the basement of a house now. <laughs> and uh, the person upstairs, I guess, they didn't crank up the heater, so I feel the cold a little bit more. So I have the uh, an, uh, another heater here in my room, but I also have the fan because I can't sleep without the no- white noise of the fan. So, I'm here. So, this is a bit strange. I'm here in London, speaking to you in New York, and you're lying in bed. Yep, that's the way. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the flute way. So, you're back by popular request. You have a persistent fan base, Gio. Yeah, I guess guess my mum really likes your podcast. (laughs) 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 Oh, oh dear. So, what's new with you? Because I haven't seen you for a while. I know it's been like forever, um, and it was how long was it? Six months ago, maybe. It was the NFA, wasn't it? Yeah, NFA. Yeah. Okay, a long time ago. Hey, bro, I'm missing you. I know it has been fun. Um, is like you said, um, I'm closer every day to being a doctor, like my friend that we call the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it'd be, it'd be Doctor Doctor, wouldn't it? There's, here comes the two Doctor Doctors, <laughs> alias Jose Valentino. But uh, it's it's almost there. It's gonna take a, a, a little while, but um, I'm getting there. It has been fun. I've learned a lot. I can't wait to see what this year has in store for me. So I'm excited. Yeah, because it'd be a big difference, won't it, going from full-time study to actually finishing forever full-time study and going out into the big, wide-open world, which you're out there anyway. You're doing lots and lots of things anyway, aren't you? You're not not pigeonholed as a classical flute player by any means. No, no, no. And actually, I love the word that you use, Um, like uh, finishing school forever. (laughs) Forever. Forever. Do you know, I can remember that, but that was a long time ago. Some of us are, um, we're knocking on the doors of uh, the Grim Reaper, you know. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Gio, what I'd like to do is to see if we can cover a subject that's been, it it keeps coming up on questions being sent in, (laughs) (laughs) which is the process of circular breathing. Um, now, this is going to be interesting because you've done some YouTube and Instagram tutorials on it. And it's great when you can see you visually as well as listening mm-hmm. to you. Yeah. But now I'd like to confuse it by trying to get us both to describe how you do it only by audio. 
<laughs> Are you up okay. for it? Are you up for that? I need to practice it now. It's been <laughs> awesome to have him done it. It's, it's funny because that's one of uh, a lot of the questions that I get besides how to improvise is how to do circular breathing. And that's why I did the, the videos. I did one um, full video on YouTube. And then I did like five steps in Instagram, just like a brief summary of how I learned it. You have. Um, Now, shall I? I actually done my homework for a change and I watched those last night. And I think I've written some notes. Well, I have written some notes down. Here they are. I've written some notes down, which hopefully encapsulates what you do in those videos. Yeah. Now... If I explain to you, can you correct me, or sorry, correct me for the audience, where I'm going wrong? Yes, of course. Would that help? Yes. Okay. So you put your flute to your mouth and you blow it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, right. Let's go back to basics. If If you sit normally and you're just breathing as you are, and then you puff your cheeks out. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Hang on. When you, say, when you say you sit normally, what do you mean? Okay, sitting or standing, it doesn't matter, <laughs> no, no, does just it? Kidding, just kidding. <laughs> normally, oh, with me, it's with my legs crossed, my dear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, we've got to be serious. It's a podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, for, sorry, I forget, I forget. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Uh, I'm not cutting any of this out, you know. Um, Right, so you puff your cheeks out and hold the breath in. Yes. And as you do that, you can feel a pressure, yeah? Yes. So I'm doing that now, and I'm holding, I've got the breath in my cheeks, and then you you do the process of pushing it out, like that. Yes. So you squeeze that. So it's breathing in through your nose, puffing Mm -hmm. your cheeks out, and then pushing it out. Yes. And then to jump quite a lot of processes, the whole concept is being able to store the air in your cheek and being able to push out the air with your cheek muscles at the same time as you're sniffing in. (laughs) Sniffing, yeah. (laughs) So here we go. Three. Yes. I I hear it, but I hear one thing at a time. Like I hear breathing and then yeah. the stuff. And it has to be both at the same time. Um, the, the tricky part, and it makes me laugh when I see people trying it for the first time, because it looks easy. Uh, you know, you just had to take as long as possible to get rid of the area of your cheeks. Like, yeah. This is just by, by using the, the, the muscles of, of your face. So it's like a almost a two second long um, that it had to sniff like it's a uh, air in. So it'd be like you see. So you you can hear both in, in inhaling through the nose and and then exhaling with with the cheeks. Right. So the key is to get the pressure of the cheeks. So not pushing that air out so quickly. To get the air to come out exactly the same time as you're sniffing in. Now, I understand you can practice this by using a straw. Is that right? Uh, Yes. A really small straw is easy at first because it requires minimum air. And 
you sense straw in the water, water is the only way you can actually see air. Because if you try to do it without, just with your mouth, um, you can monitor if your airstream is going continuously or not. And then by putting it on a cup of water, you can see the bubbles, and the bubbles means continuation of the air. So, yeah. To simplify it, which I hopefully I have, I mean, we can find your YouTube videos, which are on your YouTube channel, which is? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just put Giovanni A. Perez and, and look for my face. And, the, oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> There, there are too many Giovannis out there. I need to find a another name that that no one has that it will be easier to to find me. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll tell you what. You send send me that video, and I'll stick it on Trevor James Flute's Facebook page as a reference, or okay. or post it on your Facebook page, and then I can link it in. So, what's your Facebook page? A Facebook page is. <laughs> yeah, I don't we've know done it again, haven't we? <laughs> Uh, 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 I don't right, know what's wrong with me today. Giovanni, uh, Gio, Gio, Gio. Yeah, yeah. You're soon to be a doctor, going into the big, wide open world, and you don't know the name of your social media pages. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook page is Gio Perez thirteen eighty eight. That's it. That's the like um, the name, uh, the username. I want to say, but if you just Google Giovanni A Perez, uh, I should come up. It's like a it's like a good looking guy you'll see in the picture. So <laughs> uh, you know, I can't deny that that Latin look. But <laughs> I, I, I will say, Gio, that they are. It's a very easy to understand tutorial, and actually seeing you and then seeing hearing you speak about it is much easier than me describing it here. But for our viewers, for our viewers, for our listeners, um, <laughs> all, oh, yeah, all I can suggest is that you get a straw. And then you do that same thing. You get, you you blow your cheeks out. You slowly push the air, squeeze the air out, and get the bubbles going into the water. And at the, at the same time as you're pushing that air out, you sniff in, and then seeing if you can keep the amount of bubbles going. Is that right? Yep, that is correct. It's as simple as that. Who said that circular breathing was difficult? It isn't. It just it's coordination. It's, it's like. It's like dancing, you know. Ah, dancing, right. Yeah. Oh, crikey. Should we move yeah. on to that? Dancing. Uh, <laughs> sir, I, I, I'm not the, the best dancer in the world, but um, but I think I, I, I look better moving than some other people that I know. Yeah, yeah me. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> now, Gio, right. Let's put our sensible heads on. Movement and music, right? Yes. This is a potentially contentious issue, as some flute-playing movements, especially in an orchestra scenario, can, for me, be very off-putting. In other words, if you've got a flute player or two flute players, and they're moving differently, and then you've got an oboe player and a clarinet player all moving, I think it, I find that quite off-putting. You, however, when you play outside of the classical genre, you very much believe that you have to engage visually with the audience. And you have many tricks to do this. However, one area, and we've just spoken about dance, I'd like to ask you about, probably because I can't do it. So, how do you move your hips when a beat comes along? You know, <laughs> it, it, it's funny because I think, I really, really think, I mean, for example, I, I was never thought uh, 
uh, I never went to school to learn how to dance. So this was just a, a thing that I saw, and I guess subconsciously I integrated into my playing. But when people see me playing, they think that I'm an incredible dancer. And the reality is that I can't dance. I I do know the steps. I do know the rhythm. I, knew, I do know everything of the dancing thing, but it doesn't go fluidly. But um, the thing is that that when I'm playing, if you're playing dance music, you gotta. It, it's a feel. It's it's not like, for example, when you're reading Mozart. Uh, you know, it's like everything is like well. On paper, it's like perfectly square, but to make it in a dance, you cannot have like to stretch uh, in one area and then accelerate in another area. So that every measure is it's like a it, it's not perfectly divided in three parts, but it, it's like a it's, it's you take from one side and the other and just create this whatever this groove, and that's what happens with dance music. Um, um, so uh, in order to kind of know how to play the music that sounds. Uh, appealing and that actually sounds that makes you want to dance makes you want to move like <laughs> like our friend's title um you you kind of have to know the movements and feel it um so that's what happens almost naturally i want to say when i play uh i guess yeah i guess it's part of being puerto rican yeah but, uh, it, it is and every time i hear you play salsa you play latin music or funk even funk pop uh, hip hop, yeah. even you, you naturally those hips start to move. And is, oh, it, yeah. is it is it impossible to actually play it that type of music properly unless you're moving? Well, the thing is for me, you know, <laughs> it's funny because when I was uh, doing my undergrad and my uh, masters, all the teachers that came and say, "Gio, you move too much. You have to, you know, keep your ground." And blah 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 blah. I was like. Man, this is like so not me, you know. It's like just close your eyes and listen to me playing because I, I, I really I can't stand still. And well, there are some pieces, of course. I mean, if you're playing something really sad, like uh, the second movement of Taktakishvili, or or you know, or something that is really solemn, you're not gonna be like moving your hips over there. Uh, but I, <laughs> that'll be awkward. You know, it, it, it's just. For me, uh, I remember explaining it as, to some person, saying that notes had different effect in my body. Like, for example, every time I play F sharp, I think of my head moves a little bit to the right. It's like F sharp, it's like ah. it's something like that. So every every note, uh, some notes more than others, have like a specific effect in my body, and I just reflect it when I play it. It's funny. I don't know how to explain it, but for some reason, uh, that's the way to ex- that I explain it. There's just some note that makes me move some uh, to certain direction, and then when you when you do the groove, uh, that is a mixture of notes. There you go. There's the movement. <laughs> <laughs> the last two NFA's National Flute Association in America, you and uh, Jose Valentino have played to packed halls on uh, "Dance Your Flute Off" theme with the aim of yeah. actually getting people to come along and dance, which is quite foreign to a lot of us flute players that have been brought up in the classical genre. And what you managed to do is to take a, a massive audience and really just to say, it doesn't matter what you look like, just just let it all go. And there was people 
literally letting it all go and dancing. Yes, is you know uh, it's a beautiful thing when you are in a plane, but it's even more beautiful when you see the video because then you get to really appreciate everyone that is there. It's like wow, look at all ages, uh, from teens to to really really adults. I <laughs> don't. Uh, <laughs> you know, just just moving uh, and having fun, and it's you know it makes me smile because um. The reason why I study music uh, is because of that. You know, it makes me happy, it makes me smile, and it makes people feel the same way that I feel. That that's beautiful. Well, that's the beauty of music: is that when you put dance into it or movement into it, it comes alive visually as well as auditory, doesn't it? Yes, and and I think that for people to actually believe your interpretation, it doesn't matter which uh, style it is, uh, they have to see it as well. I remember going to a, to me one of the best concerts, full concerts in my life. Let me I guess. Let me best. guess. Let me guess who it is. Shall I? Yes. Parud. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I've listened to a lot of people, uh, a lot of people, and when I went to this concert, I every I always told everyone. I even get goosebumps when I when I you know, chills when when I think about this. From the moment he came to the uh, the stage, everybody was like, just looking at him. Nobody texted, nobody looked down, nobody looked to the side. From beginning to end of his concert, it was just unbelievable because he was just, the presence of him just stay, just being there. And then when he played, you know, he moved all the time. But it, it was mostly if, 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 like, he was just singing and, you know, they were acting, but it was just that... He wasn't singing. He was just playing the food. But his body language was like like interpreting something bigger than just notes. And, and, and that was that was enchanting. That was magical. That was beautiful. That was, well, immortal, I want to say. Well, that's, and that's really where I'm leading us on to is the fact that when you're playing a piece of music, you're not just reading a dot. You're actually telling a narrative. You're telling a story. And if you just stand there with your flute at 90 degrees to your body... You're really not telling a story. You're just playing the notes. You know where I'm going with this one. Yeah. And you to get the audience with you, I mean, you, there's that process of leaning forward, isn't there, to get the audience to sort of come to you and leaning backwards just to say, hang on a second, I've, I'm doing something here. It's that communicate, that visual communication that is so, so yes. important. Yes, because, you know, the reality is if people want it only to hear you, they would just look at a recording and, you know, press play on iTunes and just keep you know, doing whatever they're doing. They're listening to you. But they're listening to you, but they're also watching you in a live concert. So you, you, you have to do something as, you know, the, the reality, as an entertainer, because people come to, to hear music to be entertained. Uh, 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 you uh, are an entertainer in different levels. You know, they're not going to go busting a dance there. Uh, like in hip hop or salsa, whatever, but they are there to be, to get their souls, their minds uh, entertained. I want to say, uh, uplifted, whatever. So they they're there to see and hear you. Gio, what's it like? Not that I I know this because I haven't been uh, nominated yet. <clears throat> yet I must add. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What's it like to go to the Grammy Awards? Well, uh, that was really fun. You know, first of all, you go with your friends, and you just rock up, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it was 
it was it was fun. Um, you know, I'm, I was really really happy and excited for for my friend uh, Valentino. We dreamt and and talk about this uh, record uh, every single day. We would just be playing and talking about it and see how we can get it better. And then actually being there was a feeling of of wow, we actually did something decent. And it was fun because, you know, you're there sitting in the ceremonies that they last a few days and they have like parties and whatever. And then you see like, oh, look, sitting the end. Oh, interesting. And then, you you know, you had to play it cool. You have to play like if you, you know, if you're also someone, which in that case, uh, that's not the case. <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a fan of your work. You know, whatever to all the artists that you see there that you only see on TV or in YouTube or videos or whatever. It was, it was really fun uh, being there, seeing all the, the characters and inspiring as well. It's like, it, it's almost addictive. It's like, okay, I want to, I want to do this again next year. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, you know, I want to be in this, in this little dream for at least uh, four or five days or how long it lasts. So it, I'm, it, I'm it, sure, it I'm sure you'll find a way in the future to, uh, Get a second take. Although I, I have to be co-producer. You've got to take an old bloke along in a wheelchair with me. <laughs> no wheelchair. <laughs> of course. Of course, of course. That, that, that is on the bucket list. <laughs> uh, Gio, right. You're a confident person, but you're also very self-effacing and very modest. And I've known you for quite a few years. Um, but when, you come on, when you're on stage, you come alive and you do tend to own the stage. So there's this confidence comes from somewhere, um, whether it be the music, whether it be the trust you have in your own ability. Do you ever get nervous? And if you do, what do you do to help yourself? It's never confidence in what I can do, whatever. I think is adrenaline. Oh, okay. Um, I always get nervous or, you know, I sometimes confuse nervous with anxiousness mm-hmm. because they, they kind of feel similar. Yeah. Um, and, and it's, you know, your heart is beating really fast. You're like, oh, wow, I have to play now. Um, and, it's, and it's not that you're doubting. It's like this uh, excitement and scare. It, it, it's, it's really similar. It, to me, they're, they're one next to the other. It's really easy to confuse them. But uh, to, if I was nervous... I wouldn't want to be on the stage, but the, my the the thing that I feel uh, is that I I want to be on the stage, but I just feel like that, and it, it's it's like this rush of adrenaline. Then once I'm on stage, I forget that I'm Gio, and you know, I just become this flute player. Uh, it's it's really interesting uh, because you know people describe it uh, whenever they see me play in an open mic or a concert or whatever. They say, "Oh, you come in with your." You know, head looking down, saying "Okay, whatever," and then when you when you start soloing, it's like "Wow!" You know, it's like a monster. So, so it's it's funny, but in reality, yeah, I I do get uh, a little bit nervous all the time, and I like it. And I actually heard from a teacher in my undergrad say something, and that I always take with me. And he said, "The moment where you stop feeling something, whenever you're gonna play." You know, you just should quit because why? Why keep playing if you don't feel anything anymore? You know that 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 feeling of is what keeps you alive, what keeps you human. It's like wow, I still love this. You know, it still it excites me. It still makes me um, happy or whatever. 
What interests well, what well, interests me, Giovanni, is uh, get onto the stage when you are you become a flute player. You know, you leave, almost leave the sort of quite shy and, as I say, self-effacing geo to one side, and you just become somebody else. It's it, you're an actor, aren't you? You're acting out a story. Yeah, yes, um, and it it has been a process of doing it over and over and over because, you know, I messed up a lot of times, and you can't let those mistakes that they're they're not really so big but in your head they're humongous uh, you can't let those little mistakes they take away from the dreams that you have of being a food player of, of performing of expressing your art of expressing what you where you have to share with the world you have to uh, like let that go let it go okay <laughs> you have to let <laughs> you have to let that go and <laughs> And you know, just just give it another chance. Okay, here we go. Uh, take ten, take fifteen, whatever. Um, and eventually, you start finding like what connects to you. It's it's like I guess with actors, they have a crying scene, and I say, okay, let me think about uh, I don't know my cat. And then you know they don't cry. So okay, I guess I didn't love my cat so much. Okay, let me. <laughs> Let me think about my dog. You know, it's the find something that always works. Okay, this is what works. So I, I assume that this is me just making a story. <laughs> I assume that that's what happens uh, when when you're you know when you're going to be a musician or when you're being a musician. It's it's just trying it over and over again into uh, into you know, just feel more comfortable because you will never I I think in my experience and I've asked a lot of other big artists you never that sense of nervousness, anxiousness never goes away. Yes, use it as a fuel for your performance. And that's like my best advice. Like, don't give up. Keep playing. And you love the feeling. It's like every time I feel it, it's like, wow, wow, this feels so good. Because it makes you feel alive. I love that. that. I love that. Use any nerves that are coming in as fuel. In other words, welcome them in. And say, yep. hi, that you are my fuel for this performance. Yep. Moving on, young sir. All right. Right. A question that was sent in quite a few weeks ago, and we're asking it on a regular basis, is what would you take? Now, you've got to imagine here, and as a flute player and a musician, you can imagine lots of things, because you're artistic. So, mm-hmm. imagine. What would you take to a desert island or on a trip to Mars. Now, bearing in mind you'll never come back from Mars, but you may get rescued from a <laughs> desert island. Uh, this isn't my question. It came in from a listener in um, last January. So think carefully on these questions, right? So you're either on a desert island or on a trip to Mars. What, what are you going to be on? Uh, island. You're going to be on an island. Yeah, you want to be rescued, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I want to be rescued. Or, or maybe, you know, also have a... Enjoy the beach and whatever. <laughs> Meanwhile, I die slowly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Giovanni. So, what book would you take with you? Oh, wow. A book? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I love throwing these. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't think of any music book. Oh, no, no. Not, not music book. Any book. Any story book. Any, any uh, book. Yeah. Well, you know, in in those cases, I guess you really do need a lot of faith yes. in humanity. 
to be saved, uh, or, or you know, if you think that you're going to be saved. So I guess that's something that will inspire faith. <laughs> will be the Bible. Yeah, you're, you're going to take your Bible. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. You can take one piece of recording. <laughs> In other words, for some reason, you'll have an iPod there or an iPhone. Yeah. Well, it won't work, but only play one piece of music. What piece will that be? You know, it'll probably be Fly Me to the Moon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you, you're on the island. You're, off, you're not flying to Mars. <laughs> yeah, but I guess uh, I really like this romantic music, and uh, they'll keep me in a good mood, I guess. Okay. And what? F- f- what's your favorite flute music recording that you would take? Oh, my God. Uh, okay, I'll take Emmanuel uh, Pahud, uh, C.P. Bach. Uh, he did like recordings of, of the different uh, concertos. I will take that. Brilliant. Now, I know you like your food. So what piece of food would you take? Or what, what dish would you take, bearing in mind you've got to eat it every day? And the assumption oh, is oh. there's going to be a cook on the island cooking this one <laughs> piece of food. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I want to say pizza. Really? For some reason, I don't know why, I, I, being here in New York, it's like... When you don't know when to, it's like, you know, want a pizza? Oh, cool. Yeah, sure. It's like you never say no to pizza. You know, because sometimes um, lasagna is good, but, you know, you won't eat lasagna every day or or something, you know, fancy. But pizza is like you can eat it for breakfast, you can eat it for lunch, you can eat it for dinner. It's like, <laughs> have you ever eaten pizza for breakfast? Never, never. Never? Oh, I, okay. Sometimes I've been so hungry that I, I don't want to heat it up and I just eat it cold. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Even as a student, I never eat it for breakfast. <laughs> okay, uh, what drink would you? T- <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, that's the, nasty. The okay. of, God, I thought of pizza every day. You'd be huge after a month, wouldn't you? Anyway, what what drink would you take? Uh, what drink? Wow. Okay, you know, I there's something that we call in Spanish parcha. Uh, I think they call it in English passion fruit. Yep, I like that a lot. Uh, so I guess we'll have a passion for juice. Beautiful. And you're allowed one luxury item. Would that be your flute or would you take yes, something that'll, else? Yes, that'll be my flute. Well, people that know me know that I'm not a watch person, person or chains or bracelets or whatever. So my piece of jewelry is my silver flute. And on that note, my friend, we come to the end. It's gone so quickly. It's gone so quickly. I mean, I could keep on going, but I'll, be, I'll end up with an extra very long podcast. And I get told <laughs> off by some of our listeners for just waffling on too long. Then we'll say some for the next one. And we finish on a high. We finish on a high, young sir. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's always lovely to talk to you and, and share, uh, you know, our my experiences mostly uh with all of you and and including you yeah and yeah i know i know I'm, I'm always very blessed that you don't tell anybody any stories about me that you're privy of <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> all right if uh, people would like to find out more about giovanni uh instagram instagram's massive as we know and you can get him on geo that's g-i-o flute geo flute Check him out yes. and follow him. And he's so approachable. And he's a good egg. And all his videos and some fantastic photographs are up there. 
And I must say, when you look at him, you know, he's a good-looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I, I leave on a compliment, young sir. Yes, yes. Uh, thank you. And uh, we'll be seeing each other really soon. We will do. And thank you once again, my friend. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye. Talking Flutes and Talking Flutes Extra are podcast productions by the Trevor James Flute Company. For more information, visit trevorjamesflutes.com.